Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you had a beautiful weekend and week ahead of you because this is a very transformational time and I feel that when I'm speaking to others and when I'm getting your feedback as well that it's a very strong and powerful time for everyone and I'm sharing this episode today with Sharada. It's all about the upcoming Navaratri festival. It's the nine nights of the goddess. It's a free online festival for women And it's going to start on the 7th of October to the 15th of October. And it's a really magical time. It's going to be a time where you can connect with your own spirituality and the connection to your inner goddess, priestess, heroine, leader, and just your feminine energy, which is, it's a universal energy. So we can all have that in us. And uh, it will be a festival that is completely online with daily magical sadhanas or spiritual practices and um, teachings from the Vedic traditions and the sacred feminine wisdom and feminine embodiment and goddess circles and, and rituals and mantras and guided meditations. So it's really powerful, amazing lineup of teachers. So it's starting... I think it's going to be the day after the new moon. So that's going to be a powerful way to start the new cycle. And um, I've shared the link in the show note if you want to read more and sign up and join. Um, And um, I hope that you enjoy this week's episode as Sharada is sharing her path into her work, work in Be Woman project and also her path into devotion and goddess work and she beautifully explains all about what we can harness from this festival so i hope you enjoy hi sharada welcome back to the podcast thank you so much Shireen. it's so lovely to have you here again it's been a while since you were on the podcast we've done some instagram lives and uh, i still want to ask you again maybe you have a new daily routine or meditation or ritual that you do that is great for you right now that you want to share a, a daily routine yes i mean one that i really really love um i think last time i shared about the pujas and rituals that i do and i still do them and it's one of my favorite rituals but another one is also self-care ritual so uh, breast massage belly massage and just connecting to my womb daily 
uh, is part of my of my sadhanas, my spiritual practices, so that I can just feel myself more and be kinder and loving, and invoke also the the joy and and pleasure in my body on a daily basis. Mm. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. I love that. Like uh, having a self care ritual and if you do the, the massages is it more intuitive or do you have a specific practice with oils or um it's a mixture so it's based on a lot based on the Taoist tradition i i connect very deeply to, to the Taoist uh, breast massages and and the belly massage from the like chinai sang um there's a special you maybe know <laughs> the different points no you as a, a, a traditional chinese medicine you know better than i do <laughs> all the different organs that uh, are connected to the different points so i don't do the full program every day because the full program takes a few hours but just kind of the yeah the activating and the cleansing uh helping my intestine to really move also whatever needs to be moved energetically and physically and and then connecting to my womb also just to yeah, be in touch with her every day so and then intuitively like after kind of the the more traditional approach and then i just see what do i need today like is there anything special mm. that my body requires today and then it's more intuitive more intuitive yeah so it's a mixture mm -hmm. mm. thank you for sharing that sounds beautiful and I'm so happy to have you here today. We will talk about the Navaratri festival that is coming up. And maybe you want to start by introducing yourself to those that haven't listened to our previous podcast together, just so they get an, a feeling to what you're doing and, and yeah, your journey here. So, yeah, my name is Sharada and I'm originally from Switzerland and the Philippines. I live in Asia since 18 years. Actually, first I was living in South America and then in Asia, in India and Bali. So Bali has been my home now for 13 years. And all this, almost two decades now, I've been on a healing journey. I've had a desire since I can remember to, to gain freedom in life, even though back then I didn't really know what that meant, like freedom. <laughs> Uh, but I had always a deep, deep quest for truth in my life. It was all about truth. I want truth. And that brought me to, to live abroad, away from Europe, and, and go on that healing journey. And I had a very strong experience when I was 18 years old. I had a, a Western medicine, they call it a psychosis. In Eastern traditional philosophy, they would call it a spiritual awakening. And for me, it was definitely a deep wake up and awareness that I had to take care of my unresolved issues. Like an 18-year-old girl having a, an experience like that, I knew that um, there is more to life than what I learned growing up in Switzerland. And coming to India, where that experience happened, led me really to, to on this healing journey because it was not an integrated experience. It was a very un, unintegrated experience where it was very difficult for me then to relate to the world. And, and, and uh, so I didn't follow the Western 
medicine where their prescription was to take medicine and to basically uh, be in therapy for the rest of my life and and needing to be very careful. And I had a, a knowing in my heart that I can heal myself in a natural, holistic way. And that's what brought me to South America for five years and being exposed to the more shamanic tradition. And there I didn't really find answers to my experiences. I found more experiences, like more connection to Mother Earth, uh, more compassion for my experience that I had when I was 18 years old. I got an integration of that in, that experience, but it wasn't answers per se. Like what is the nature of experiences? It was just more experiences. So that brought me back to India and really searching for a teacher, a teacher that could really uh, answer my questions for, for life and the purpose of life and truth and to those experiences that I've had. And then in India, I didn't really find a teacher either. I did find Indian classical dance, which I pursued then for very intensively, which is Odissi dance, which helped me to integrate all these experiences that I've had, but it still didn't give me really answers to my problem. <laughs> and that brought me to Bali in a very, in a nutshell. And that's where I then finally found my, my teacher. And the teacher, what I mean when I say a teacher here, it comes to a teacher of truth. A, a teacher, uh, in, according to the Vedic tradition, is a teacher when one has the answers to the fundamental questions of life. And according to Vedic tradition, that is Vedanta. And the Vedanta teachings is a whole methodology, a system that unfolds the, the reality of one's own being and this whole universe. And it deals with these fundamental questions of what we, what are we, who are we, uh, what is the universe, what is God, and it answers all these questions. And when I found my teacher, that's where it really resolved. And it wasn't about the experiences anymore. It was really to discover the nature of every experience. And I stayed there for, with, in in this, uh, in, I undertook this, uh, these studies for the last thirteen years, and then went to India with studying with his teacher and really immersing myself into the Vedic tradition and along with the practices. And so that has been really my, my deep passion. And with that, I discovered that I had still a lot of healing to be done because one part is the teachings, gaining the knowledge, and the other part is the integration of what you're learning <laughs> so that you can have an embodied lift experience of that as well. And so that brought me to a deep like embodiment uh, that was needed. And that's what brought me then to the whole women's work, which I'm very passionate about because uh, the women's work is, is just so such a, a gentle and deep and powerful healing and very integrative, very integrative with the teachings of Vedanta. Um, so this kind of in a nutshell, <laughs> this is my, my background and that's what, I, what I'm passionate about and what I love to, to share with others that also are longing for truth in their life and integration of knowledge, not just being it an intellectual study, but really a, a way of living. Mm. Wow, yeah, that is a big journey in your life and you are really 
embodying the devotion and and uh, and like integration of all of life so i think that's beautiful and very inspirational and what you've created with um your organ organization or your your co-creating with women in be woman project it's so beautiful and i yeah maybe you want to share also that work so you you have really dedicated yourself to helping uh yeah women in in this mm -hmm. life in different ways and i think that that is a big gift to so many and that's how you also created this navaratri festival through yeah co-creating with with different uh beautiful beings and maybe you want to share a little bit about that as well yes so the Be Woman project has come to life in about in around 2017 and it was really born from from a place in my life where I was in in a in a big transformation because I got uh, divorced with my husband from my husband and and the need for for having a community and women around me that could support me and help, hold me as well during that uh, the, uh, during that time and what I found in in women's circle was just so so magical <laughs> um, as you know it, it is it is when it's authentic and real then it, it's just it's it is beautiful it's just unfathomable it's just so beautiful so healing on the core level to to be held by women and nurtured and that we nurture each other and and be are there for each other and and of course it ha it helped me so much to heal a lot of jealousy and a lot of my mother wounds that have been there for many many years and the vedantic vedic teachings have been there all the way through for so many years holding the foundation and then having the container also like having a structure to to give form to the truth <laughs> because one thing is the knowledge and then how can I give form to what the, what the knowledge is, which is love. And so then the, the formful way of love is the embodiment in a women's circle or is the care that we can express to each other and be there for each other and do rituals together and, and all the different things we can do. And from that, from that container, kind of the whole Be Woman project came about where I, I wanted that all women in this whole universe can experience <laughs> women's circles. And so I just started and went around and held many, many, many women's circles all around the world. And then women asked me if I could offer women's circle trainings because they also wanted to lead other women. And I, yes, I, I'd love to share what I know. It's my greatest joy. And then we started to offer women's circle training courses. And then from there, just slowly uh, was growing and many women joined from, from different places of the world. And then one day my students asked me, so how did you come to all of this? And how has your connection been to the goddess? And, and I just started to tell them my story, how I, I started to dance, Indian classical dance. And that was kind of my first, in this life, connection to the goddess and embracing the goddess and dancing for the goddess, as the goddess to the goddess. <laughs> and then I heard about, this festival, Navaratri, 
I was like, what is Navaratri? <gasps> yeah, Navaratri. Nava means nine. Ratri, nights. And so it's the nine nights of the goddess. I'm like, oh my God, nine nights of the goddess. <laughs> it's just like, it's just the word, it, the, the name itself mesmerized me. And, and then I, I saw how they in India for nine days celebrate the goddess for nine nights, every single night, like months before preparation starts and the temples get decorated and, and everyone is looking forward to the nine nights of the goddess. As in India, there are so many festivals all around the year like Shivaratri and Ganesha Chaturthi and so everyone gets celebrated and of course the goddess gets celebrated so having witnessed this celebration where the goddess is just worshipped and adored and praised and uh, yeah it was magical and then I decided to also do my own Navaratri when I was living in Bali with my friend and we set up an altar and we did our own our own sadhana, our own spiritual practice for nine nights, chanting to the goddess every night and doing ritual to the goddess. And that was maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. And then I, I had this wish in my heart that one day that all of this can be shared. And I just shared this story with them, with my students that was last year, actually. And they're like, we want to do Navaratri as well. <laughs> and then they asked me, can we do Navaratri together again? And like, Yes, of course, we can do Navaratri again. And then kind of within a week, we set up this whole festival last year. <laughs> I, um, I, I've asked all my friends if they would want to, to join uh, doing offering a, a festival online. It was also during you know, big COVID time. And everyone was in need of, of love and care and prayers. And then all my most of my friends, girl, girlfriends, they said, yes, we would love to join. And then it was a huge... Huge celebration last year, uh, Navaratri, around this time as well. And, and we decided to do it again. So we're so excited to offer this Nine Nights of the Goddess Festival again. And it's actually happening already very soon, October 7th, for nine nights. And again, we invited many different amazing women leaders, role models, uh, teachers from, from like Uma Dinsmortuli, the author of Yoni Shakti, and Claire Dubois, the founder of Three Sisters, and Bex Tyrer, and Emily Kuser, Betalis Board, just many, Megan Curry, many amazing, inspiring women that are just doing so great work, really. Um, and we're all coming together and offering our, our love, our passion. And we from the Woman Project, we have Again, a daily sadhana, like a, a sadhana means a spiritual practice, uh, a practice that you do for a certain time with a, with a very clear intention that we are going to set at the beginning of the festival. Like, what do I want to overcome? What do I want to let go? What do, do I want to invoke into my life? And creating a deep relationship to the goddess so that I, I know that I'm very powerful, that I have really all... all all that I want is really already here, right? It's right here at my hands, but we gotta know how to access it. And in this festival, we're really accessing that power that is there in all of us. And, and we're doing it together. So, because it's just so much more fun to do it together. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm. so lovely. What, what a lovely uh, teachers that you've got. And, yeah, I've, I've joined your uh, like online sessions before and it's so magical. And uh, I think that it's such an important thing that also 
uh, Be Woman Project has done for people that have like throughout this year, it feels like we, even if we're in a circle online, it feels like everyone is there and supporting each other. And uh, you see everyone that's there, which is so beautiful. And um, yeah, this Navaratri will be so interesting. Maybe you can share a little bit, like how, a little bit about this stories around it and what it is like practically that you do mm-hmm. throughout these days because people can mm-hmm. sign up for free right exactly yes yeah. yes yeah you can sign up for free and you're gonna get a gift mm. and, and we do welcome donations because we're gonna give the donations to Bhumi Sehat, which is a natural birthing clinic in Bali and also we are supporting the three sisters and also the guest speakers and teachers with that but otherwise, we really want that everyone can participate in this festival. So what we are, the story behind really is, is the heart of Navaratri is the, the battle, basically the battle between dharma and adharma. So dharma and adharma, dharma is a Sanskrit term, and it refers to that which is universally aligned. So in the Vedic tradition, and in actually all Earth cultures tradition, um, there are values. They don't belong to any tradition. There are certain values that are universal. They belong to all times. They belong to all people at all times. So a universal value is a value, for example, like the value of causing least hurt, least harm. That's one of the values in Sanskrit called ahimsa. So I have a choice as a human being every single day that I have to make. Like every day we are faced with choices to make every single day. And I do not have really any say over the result, but I do have a say over, over the action I can do. I need not do or I can do differently. That's basically my choice I can do. I need not do or I can do differently. And so I'm faced every day with all these decisions to be made. So how do I know which decision to make? Like, what is the right thing to do? And so what can we base our decision on? Well, either it's based on our likes or dislikes, on our desires, basically. We make decisions or we choose based on what we want. That's one way to go about it. Or we, and, and or, which it also goes into that direction, I choose, I make a decision based on my values in life based on dharma, based on what is going to cause least harm in this situation. And sometimes there's no question, like you can, you, we can think that just drinking a glass of water, there's no harm in it. That's true. But then when it comes to food, for example, there we do, uh, there, has a, there is a greater, a greater effect or extent behind it. And so when it comes to food, like the, the choice to, to eat meat or not meat. That's a very big decision to be made. So, and that decision is personal, of course. And we are not here really to lecture anyone or or that's never the, 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 the purpose when we talk about these values because the value has to be your value so that it, it really is valuable. You have to discover the value of the value. <laughs> and then you have to see what do you lose and what do you gain? And here, when we celebrate now Navaratri, we are praising dharma. So basically, we're praising 
those values that are most in, in harmony with the universal laws of this creation. And so the, according to Veda, for example, according to the Vedic tradition, the least harm when it comes to food, because I've spoken now about the example of food, is to choosing not to eat meat in most situations. So it's not black and white. Like I could go, this is a very long, can be a very long discussion <laughs> if somebody is sick, right? If one has deficiency of iron, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're not, I'm not going to go into that right now. But just in general, if I have choices, according to Veda, the least harm it is to not eat meat. Because the meat, by the law of nature, every animal runs away from danger. It does not want to get killed. It's, it's just the universal law. And so if I have a choice to eat the pumpkin or to eat the rabbit, I choose because the rabbit runs away and the pumpkin doesn't. So the, my, then the, my choice could be if it, that is my value to cause least harm, choosing to eat the pumpkin. <laughs> and this is a very strong example, but it's a basic example because it's going to extend to all other actions in life as well. I'm always confronted with making choices. And so the Veda says, if you as a human being, you truly want to be happy in life, you got to stay, you got to make choices that are according to universal values. Because we're all interconnected, we're all mutually dependent on each other, life lives on life. And we're not here, really, we haven't come here as consumer, which we are nowadays, but actually we all have come as contributor. We're all here to contribute to each other. And really our, what it would be natural to us is to create harmony, to bring harmony, to, to stay within the balance, to create a sacred symbiosis because nature is always in symbiosis with each other. But because of ignorance and many other reasons, um, nowadays we are more consumer <laughs> and we don't care so much anymore what happens to others. Because we think that the other is not me, because we feel separated and we think this is different from me. So what do I care about you? You are you, I am me. But the fact is actually this, that we are one. You and I, we're not separate from each other. The truth really is that we are one and the same being. And so if we really are one and the same being, then, and that's something that I believe in, Often we believe in it until we know that because a belief, then you're still doubtful. So you want that the belief eventually turns into knowledge. And when you know, then you know, like, you know. <laughs> so if, if, if I as a human being believe in that or even know that, then I cannot but stay within universal values because I know that anytime I go against one of the universal values, I'm violating, I, I, I violate the natural laws of creation and if i violate who is going to get hurt is myself like i will always lose at the end i might not see it immediately people around me might not see it immediately immediately but in the long run i will get hurt if i cause hurt it will come back to me that's the law of karma and so this festival is a remembrance of the universal laws of which we are all part of and and it's the battle between because that battle is not 
really outside happening. It seems like it's outside happening, but where is the battle happening inside here, right? It's like, I know this is not good for me, but I'm going to do it anyway. No, but you shouldn't do it because if you do it, then this is going to happen. Yeah, I know it's going to happen, but it's okay. I can still do it. Like it's this like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, going on all the time. Like we have like the little inner friend inside, but we also have the inner critic inside. And it's like, and so, so it, it's that, it's that embracing of, of our little demons. We're going to, during these nine nights, you, you embrace your shadows, you, you embrace what you've been in denial. You, you, you're going to embrace and spend time with, with all the things you didn't want to look at because you didn't have time, because we're busy, we have to work, we have to take care of this and to take care of that, and we have to go out and we have so many obligations and so, so much pressure. And here we're making actually a conscious decision. Maybe it's not so conscious for some of us. Maybe we're just hearing about this great women's festival and my friend is gonna go and I'm also just gonna go and have a look. That's what happens for many people. We hear of something, Somebody says, this is great. And then we just go and check it out. But then eventually you find yourself in this and you realize, oh my God, <laughs> what is this? And, 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 that, and, and that's amazing because sometimes it has to be like that. Sometimes you, you, you don't always want to know everything. Otherwise you might not, you wouldn't maybe join if you know all that is going to happen. So I'm not here to scare any one of you um, but what it is, it's really, it can sometimes look like that all these festivals and gatherings and retreats, it's just all celebration and it's all just pink and blue and, and high vibe and ecstasy. But, and that part, yes, is also there, but there's also another part, which is the being a real person, authentic, raw, naked, not literally, but the, uh, uh, in the heart, being true, to oneself where i where i show my real face i'm going to i'm going to look at the things i haven't wanted or haven't had the possibility to look at like my pains my hurts um my judgments where i have com been compromising certain values in order to get a certain thing but realizing actually if i compromise this i'm not really i will not be really able to enjoy the outcome of it so is it really worth so it's a time to really examine one's life one's way of being, examine one's patterns, one ha one's habits, and see, do they still serve me? Is this really still how I want to live my life? Or am I here now caught in a, in a pattern that is not really serving me any longer? I don't want to live my life like that. Out of fear, I just stayed in the same life. And out of fear, I just stayed in this relationship. Out of fear, I just do this over and over and over again because I don't know anything else. And is this what I want? And if it's what I want, yes, perfect. But maybe I want more of life. Maybe I want to change my habits. Maybe I want to uh, say yes to something that I haven't dared to say yes to. And here you have the chance to get support, to be mirrored, to have the chance to, to, to face and process the pain and, and have the support in order to do certain changes that are maybe necessary and that you would want to do so that you can live a happier, more fulfilled life. Because that's ultimately what we all want is to be happy. All we want is, is to be happy. And so 
as long as I compromise universal values, I'm never gonna be really happy. It will always be mediocre. It will always be a temporary happiness that is, it's okay. You can live on that and you can survive on that, but are we here to survive? I don't think so. Like we're not, we don't have to be in survival mode anymore. We have everything and much, much more. But most 99% of people that do have food, clothes, and shelter are still in survival mode every single day. Like, how am I gonna make my ends meet? And how am I gonna pay this and that? And and it all has worked out until now, but we still don't trust that it's gonna work out. We're still always in the survival mode. And so here it is a possibility to get out of survival mode and come into thriving and trusting, praying and, and use resources where I don't have to abuse mother nature and other people, where I can use power in an in a honoring kind way. Power, we don't have to be afraid of power. Many people are afraid of power because power has been abused. But, but um, when power is understood and we have reverence for it, then it can be used in so many amazing ways. We can then create so many beautiful projects and empower each other instead of putting each other down and competing and hating each other and killing each other. We can live together and be big together and, and, and celebrate each other. And so here we're celebrating each other when we're vulnerable, when we can be honest and authentic. And, and yeah, I, we call it like being sacred mirrors to each other. True, true sacred mirrors where I'm acceptable and lovable exactly as I am. So, and so this is really the Navaratri, these nine nights, nine days is, is this battle between dharma and adharma. So adharma is when we go against these universal values and dharma is when I, I am within these universal values. And so these nine days is where the demon Mahishasura, he gets killed by the goddess, by Durga. So Durga is in a battle with Mahishasura for nine days, nine nights, nine days. It's a long, long, long fight. But then at the end, she wins. She wins, the goddess wins. Mm. And so it's like us in life, like sometimes we're struggling and it seems so hard and we feel we're never going to get out of it and we're losing everything, everything. But at the end, if we stay within our values and pray and gain knowledge, we will, we will overcome these difficulties. Mm. What a great insight to this. And yeah, it's so magical when you speak and talk about this. And I feel like this is a festival that can, that anyone could join and get so much from it. And like you said, it's, it's also exciting to not know exactly what's coming up, but we know that there will be some kind of daily practices and, and uh, different, is there anything in particular, each day that will be included in the festival that people can expect, and what's the format? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so the format is we have uh, almost four classes per day, actually. So that's one morning, 7 a.m. No, 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 excuse me. There's only one, it's usually three. So we have usually a morning, a lunchtime. No, it is four. <laughs> <clears throat> it's four 
It's the morning, the lunch, the afternoon, and the evening activities. <clears throat> so you have actually basically four classes that you can join. And there's one which is regular, which is every day at 12. And I'm speaking now about European CE, CET, uh, so CET time. Um, at 12, I will be there every day and hold a sadhana with the support of my team. And that is uh, inquiry uh, with the help based on the Vedic tradition and the Dharma, the universal values. And there we're going to have a ritual, like a, a traditional five-step puja that we're doing every day. Also a japa, a repetition of a mantra that we will be initiated every day. And, 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 and then there will be always something new every day, something specific according to the theme of the day, because the, there are different themes that are, we're following every day. But then there are the guest speakers and guest teachers, which they are going to offer their particular uh, sharing, whatever that is. It, can, it is from yoga nidra to sacred sexuality to uh, money empowerment, uh, music, voice activation, uh, earth wisdom, Vedic teachings. So then there's Ayurveda, so many different topics that are going to be covered by the guest teachers and speakers. And we also have a special panel actually uh, led by Umadins Mortuli about uh, the eradicate, eradication, uh, the abuse of women in yoga, which is a big topic now. Like we're seeing more and more people coming out, how they have been abused in the yoga tradition, also in the tantra tradition, which is very sad. And this is a great movement that she started to bring awareness, just to not to scare people, but to bring awareness that we have that it's very important to inquire what we follow, and not just blindly believe anything that is out there, and inquire into the background of schools and and teachers. So that's also a, a panel that we're going to hold just to bring awareness. Oh, that's so good so much mm. to to uh, learn from and to take part of and uh, can you remind us of the dates and how to sign up i will also have the link in the show notes for everyone who wants to sign up yeah so the dates are from october 7th to october 15th mm. and you can sign up with the link that shireen is putting there you're going to get a gift and an email a welcome letter and then you're going to get emails every day as we start the festival. You're going to get then also the schedule, of course, and then the emails with the daily program. And there's also a special discount right now for our three-month course, a women's facilitator training that we're going to launch after the Navaratri festival, a three-month online course. It's called the Heron Journey. Mm. So inspired by Joseph Campbell. Uh, the hero's journey <laughs> but here's the heron's journey mm. where you are really living and creating your own myth and learning mm. how to yes rewrite your story and learn how to hold space for for yourself and, and for others as well mm, that's beautiful and that's also on the website uh, that will be linked and you have a uh, amazing instagram page that we can link to so you have great teachings there and you have your own also mm. sharada's own instagram i can link to that for like 
wisdom and sharings. And I'm so excited for this. It's going to be a great time to uh, work with this type of, I think it's at least in the Northern Hemisphere, as we're going yeah. a little bit inwards, it's nice to come into this season that we're coming into with, mm. with this ease and, and also a releasing and transformational process. So I mm. highly recommend everyone to check this out. And if you have any questions, I'm sure you can connect with Sharada or uh, anyone in the Be Woman uh, team as well. And the website is, you have, uh, <clears throat> is it bewomanproject.com? Dot info. Dot info, yeah. So yeah. everything is in the sh show notes, so nothing yeah. that needs to be. Do you have anything else you want to share right now for us? just join <laughs> come and join, join try it out the mm. festival and if you can't make it live you can then watch the recordings and oh, yes. Uh, mm. yes so that there's an all access pass if you give a donation then you can watch the recordings for nine days and you can also buy the all access pass for 97 and get all the recordings also from last year's festival as well mm. plus them from this year and extra bonuses that come along with it and oh, yes i'm just grateful that i can be here with you and that i can share and spread the word and, and yeah i feel really honored mm, thank you so much for being here i really appreciate you and everything that you and your team are doing it's been lovely as usual to talk to you and i'm sure we will talk soon again so thank you so much for sharing thank you Shireen. all the best Thank you, everyone. Mm. Thank you so much for being here today and listening. If you have any questions or thoughts about the episode or about the upcoming festival, you can connect with Sharada or me uh, through Instagram or just email. And you have the link to the festival in the show notes if you want to sign up and be experiencing these magical days. And uh, if you have anything you want to share, anything you want to hear from the podcast, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Law of Positivism. And you also can take part of some meditations and yoga classes on my YouTube channel, Law of Positivism. And I hope that you have a beautiful week ahead and... I hope to see you at the festival. Take a deep inhalation and long exhalation. And thank you so much. <laughs>